I'm Brinkley. And I'm Whitney. And this is the Blooming 30s podcast. We are two best friends living long distance that have found connection through marriage, motherhood, and growing in our 20s. Join us in our conversations as we bloom in our 30s. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. We're so happy to have you here today. We are talking about a really fun topic today, which is daily tasks to keep a tidy home. And I'm really excited to compare notes with Whitney because I feel like we're similar in a lot of ways with how we keep our homes clean and like Mm -hmm. organized, but I feel like we're always learning from each other. So it's going to be really fun to hear what you have written down. Yes. Okay. Let's touch on our blooms and our wilts this week, but I want to start off by saying this may be one of our last episodes doing wilts, unfortunately, just because we've kind of touched on this in the last couple episodes. It's really hard to share like things that are currently rough in our life while still respecting other people's privacy and realizing that like it's not only our story to share most of the time. And it almost feels worse to share like, oh, this is the hardest thing for my week. And it actually is like so far from the hardest thing of our week, but we Mm -hmm. just actually can't share really like what was the hardest part of our week so it seems like so like dumb to be like oh this was the hardest part when actually it's not so I don't know if totally sense but I think we may be stopping them so yeah I feel like our like why we wanted to incorporate the will and like the mission behind that was to keep relatability and to make you guys feel like we don't have it all together you're not alone no one has it all together but also too with summer I feel like we're with our kids so much more it's going to be a lot of our wilts are our children. And yeah, we just definitely want to keep that more private. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard because yeah, a lot of the wilts, I look at it and I'm like, this is so trivial. I don't want anyone to think that the worst part of the week was my soda mm-hmm. exploded on me. Like, give me a break. Who, no yeah. one cares. That's like yeah. the only thing that like is only you or like doesn't involve totally. anyone else. So yeah, it's definitely, it's been harder to find the balance than I originally thought it would be. I thought it would be totally fine because our lives aren't all great, but it made me realize like how many of the hard things really do involve other people that this isn't their podcast and they don't want that story out or, you know, so totally trying to respect that. So we'll share them this week, but maybe moving forward, we won't. So we'll definitely still try to keep our relatability throughout podcast episodes. Like we're not going to sit here and pretend like our lives are perfect. And in a lot of the episodes that we talk about, like we're still going to keep it real and like yes. tell you how it goes over here. So don't I worry. The message still comes across that you guys aren't alone and we aren't perfect without us explicitly sharing a will yeah. for the week. Yeah. Anyways, I'll go first. Um, for my bloom this week, which we are keeping around um, because I think it is really good to just look for little lights in our life. Um, on one of the last episodes I shared, one of my kids is going to therapy and I was just not sure if it was working. And I really feel like since I said that she turned a corner, it's been working and I don't know. And I was telling somebody else this, I honestly feel like she probably had a little bit of seasonal depression and it's probably a combo of the therapy working And like it just being better weather outside and we're getting more vitamin D, we're getting more exercise and all the things. But I really do feel like, and I wasn't, I didn't even say anything. And Michael brought it up a couple days ago and he said like how well she's been doing lately. And I said, yeah, like she, it really has been a while since we've had like one of her 
little outbursts or episodes. Um, so maybe it's working. Since I said that, I put a good vibe out in the universe and we've had a really, really good couple weeks with her. So I'm hoping that continues through the summer. That's the best. Yeah. That's awesome. Man, what a good feeling as a parent. Just it's paying off. <laughs> I know we were talking with her tonight at dinner and we were like, you like, we're so proud of you. You've been doing awesome. And t- this morning when we like woke up, we said like, okay, who wants to unload the dishwasher? Cause I normally reset the chores at the beginning of the week. And then with it being a holiday weekend, I just didn't. So we just said, okay, who wants to unload? And she was the first volunteer and it's so unlike her to do that. And so I said, okay, you can get 25 cents for being the first to volunteer and no complaining. And that made her so happy. And so It was good. I hope we can keep that up throughout the summer. My wilt for the week is our bunny died this week. And I still have not told my kids because I am not coming to terms with it. But she's a free range bunny. We live on six acres and she just stays around and normally goes back to her hutch. We keep it open and she goes back and eats and drinks like once a day. And she comes up and plays with us when we're outside, but we hadn't seen her in a couple days. And I thought she was just scared because we had some construction going on. And so I thought she just was scared and not coming out more. Um, And then we found her. um, She very clearly got attacked by something. Um, I don't even know what. So she was bald in a few spots and just, yeah, I haven't told my kids. I keep telling her, telling them that she's just still exploring. Yeah, that's what I would do. For sure. So sad. I know my kids will take it so hard. So I'm sure I have to tell them eventually, but. That is so hard that you found her like that. Found her. I'm so glad that I did. And one of them did it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad. Yeah. What did you do? Did you guys bury her or what did you do? We didn't because I didn't tell my kids. So I just, I just threw her away. (laughs) That's so bad. Like in your dumpster thing? Yeah, I just put her in a couple of garbage bags and just put her in the trash can. It's so sad. We buried our oh. other bunny that we lost a few years ago. Yeah. But we did it like with our all of our kids. Like we did like a whole shebang. Yeah. Where this time I was Were like, they so emotional when it. that happened? Oh, we were all sobbing. It was so yeah. much harder than I thought it would be. Like Yes. And I think that one was harder because we like watched him die. This was a few years ago and like we like held him and like tried to save him and then it just didn't work. So that one, like we all watched him literally like take his last breath. Oh my gosh. So sad. And that was so rough. And they still years later talk about him. Like I miss him. Like I I hope he's in bunny bunny heaven. And so like, I know I need to like give them some closure for this bunny, but it's just rough. I'm not like how, yeah. I'm like, how do you do that? I know it's when our bunnies died that my mom might like my mom had them when I was in high school, but they died. Like I think I was married. Both of them died. It's so sad. You don't think that a little bunny is going to tear you up like that, but it really does. It was rough. I think just yeah. like seeing anything like suffer and like their life come to an end, like was just like, I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And like you get well, to know their little personalities and I, don't I know. know. Well, and I think too, like that, I think this is why I think it's so important to have animals in your life for your kids to see kind of the circle of yeah. life yeah. and for them to kind of experience death totally. and have that sensitivity and that compassion 
can be such a positive, even though that's so traumatizing for a child. Like it's traumatizing for us to see an animal die, but kind of also important. So your kids, especially because you have all these animals and wanting to grow more, they're going to happen. This is going to be their life. So they can have empathy Mm -hmm. and yeah, grow from it. So she was so, she was like just getting to like really like us. Like her personality was like really coming out. So, well, and she was so pretty. Like her coat, her, like the way her fur felt was so beautiful. And she was like jet black, but then she had like fuzzier hair around her ears because she was part lion head. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like gray, like silver. Mm. So her name was Luna because she looked like outer space. So yeah, she was Cute. so pretty. She was so nice. And I like, I'm really glad because like a week before this, I had like taken a lot of videos of her one morning. She was just being like especially cute and funny and she was playing with our dog and playing with me and like she was just being so funny and I took so many videos because I wanted to show Michael and now mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm glad I took those because before that, like I really just don't have a whole lot of her. So I'm glad. I yeah. Did so, yeah. Oh, I'm glad you did too. Swing on the opposite side. My bloom <laughs> is we got a bunny. Not this last week. I didn't realize I hadn't mentioned that we got her. Um, but we added another bunny to our tribe. So what are you at now? Yep. I'm only at three, but I get that like non-animal people. Yeah. I think that's a lot for people. But like my next door neighbor has three huge dogs. Huge. Yeah. And like no one would bat an eye to yeah. three dogs or three cats. Yeah. But three bunnies, three bunnies. I think people probably think that's crazy. But no, honestly, I feel like if you have one bunny, there's just What's another no, one? There really Less. is no difference. I don't feel like I have to – like I'm still – like putting out hay, putting out water and cleaning up after them. Yeah. Like it's just the same to the me. The same chores. They're so easy to take care of and like they're quiet. And anyway, the only reason why it's a little harder now is because Posey, that's our newest little baby, um, she's living inside and the other two bunnies are living outside. She's a lion head. So just like Luna was. Yeah. And Frankie's a lion lop and then Poppy is a mini lop. So we have three different ones and they're all different colors, which is really fun too. Posey, they call her like a smoked pearl color. Yeah, she's like gray and yeah. white. She's like gray and white, but then she's got like a little dark like charcoal around her mouth and like lining her little so ears. Cute. She's so cute. So she has a really cute personality, but she's very nervous. Cameron keeps saying like, I think she knows how small she is because she's just... <laughs> So scared. And he's like, imagine being that tiny. You'd be nervous too. (laughs) Yeah. But she's been so fun. And it's crazy when you add like another little animal, like just how happy they make you and like bring just so much joy to the family. So, okay. So I'm going to share my will and I'm just going to kind of combine the two since we got into talking about how we feel when it comes to wilts. I feel like this is a really good example. So one of my wilts that happened last week is definitely just so silly and who cares life moves on and then one of them is a little deeper so I'll touch on both of them just a little bit but just so you can kind of get an idea like where we're coming from so my one that just doesn't really matter is I went to the gas station to fill up to get a drink and I got a foam cup and when I set it down on the counter and put the lid on I like pushed down to put the lid on and the cup just split and like just crumbled in front of me and soda literally flew everywhere. Ew. It was awful. And like my, it was Henley's last day of school. So I still had to walk up to school and go get her. Oh. 
all over my dress. My shoes were sticky. Like it was so the stickiness. I can't. Yeah. And I was just embarrassed because there was yeah. a lot. It was all over the counter, all over the floor. Luckily, I was by napkin, so I did the best that I could. But I was like, Yeah, but like, what do you do? You're like, um, Can you clean this up? I'm leaving. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, I'm literally here every day. Like, you guys know me. This is so embarrassing. Oh. But that happened. But kind of my deeper one was I, my feelings got hurt over something that had happened. And it really like knocked me down, which I know we've talked about this before. Sometimes the hardest part about like hard things that happen in life is more so your frustration with yourself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I went through that last week where I've really tried to tell myself and like really learn the concept of it's none of my business. I am not going to allow this to affect me. Like I need to take my power back and like just be okay and not let this ruin my day or hurt me Mm -hmm. like the way that it does. And especially all the progress I made with our life purpose program that we both did. Like, I just feel like I felt so good and so confident and so happy. And then this one thing happened and it really knocked Mm -hmm. me down and the self doubt started creeping in and the sadness creeped in. And I think that's realistic. Like just because you work really hard on healing yourself, it's not going to be perfect. No, it's not going to stay that way the rest of your life. You're going to always be up and down. It ebbs and flows. And I definitely had that day, but it it definitely knocked me way more than it should have. And mm-hmm. that's on me. I really need to, because I mean, what happened, it really did hurt, but I have a choice. I get to choose to yeah. be hurt or to say, yeah. none of my business, not going to let it affect yeah. me. And, and that's hard to do sometimes. Oh my gosh, so it is so hard to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was definitely hard. And it really sucks, you guys, because like we've said before, like I would love to be an open book and just share my story. And I know Whitney would love to share hers too, but there is matters of privacy and it can be really, really hard to be super real with that stuff yeah. and like what happens in our lives. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of the sucky part. But at least when we're talking about other episodes, marriage, motherhood. We're going to give it to you real the yeah. best we can. And we can be open books as much as possible with yes. ourselves, but like it's yes. tricky when it involves other people. So yeah, I just kind of wanted to share that too. Cause if you need that reminder, like I constantly need, like you can do all mm-hmm. of the work and you can, we even said it in one of our episodes where it was basically like, I've healed from this. Like I've moved yeah. on from this and basically just give it, don't give it your attention. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that. And yeah, like we said, it can be hard, but if you need that reminder, like I did, that's kind of why I wanted to share that today, just because it can be hard. And sometimes we do need other people to kind of be like, wake up, you're fine. You're good just the way you are. Don't let this bother you. Don't let this get you down. There's your reminder. Don't let it hurt you. (laughs) We need that. We are talking about little things we do to keep a tidy house. And I have to preface. How do you say that word? Preface. 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 That sounds so like British. Preface. (laughs) I have to preface. Which, by the way, speaking of British, this is so off topic. I was going to say, did you watch Queen Charlotte? I did. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet, but I I don't even know what episode I'm on. But it's so good. If you haven't watched so it, good. watch it and then come and tell us your thoughts. I don't even know yeah. what episode I'm on. I don't want to give any spoilers. I know. It's so good. But anyways. Oh, back to it's the, so good. 
I want to preface this episode <laughs> by saying this like feels like a bad time to be telling you all the good things that I do yeah. to keep my house clean because we're going into summer and I touched oh, on this crap. in the last episode. I have to be so intentional about letting my house get messy during summer and needing to be okay with that in order to have the type of summer that I want to have. So we're going to tell you all of these things that we do to help (laughs) keep our house tidy. But it is summer and it is chaos and our houses look like that. And it's okay. It's a season. It's okay. Well, And even if it wasn't leaning into summer, like even though tidiness and cleanliness and organized homes and decorated homes are important to us, we We live in our homes. We live in our home. If you were to show up right this second, I can tell you it would not be the way it would be if I knew you were coming over. Yes. So I don't want you to feel like, oh, they said this because they do this every day and they're perfect and their homes are clean. No, they're not. No, No, they're not. These are things that we do to help and they help make a difference and they help keep it manageable. But our houses are never spotless at all times. Really, the Don't whole feel- house is not ever spotless at the same time. I know somebody is coming over. <laughs> exactly. I was gonna say it's either the top floor or the bottom floor. That's exactly. Clean. It's never it's both at the same time. My room or the kids' rooms. My laundry yes. or the kids' laundry. Like kitchen. It's almost like when you look cute. Like yes. when do we all look cute? When we have to go family somewhere. Pictures. Family pictures. We know. <laughs> we worked real Otherwise, hard. Otherwise, it's there. either me or them. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a joyous occasion to get all looking cute. So that's our house. If our house is spotless, all of it, it wasn't a fun journey to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's true. Oh, I do not like the person I am when it's time to clean. No. No. (laughs) So bad. A whole other side of me comes out. Oh, yeah. So we're going to kind of go through like our tasks, like share our tips for what we do. And then um, I'm really excited because we're going to share like, favorite cleaning products or supplies that we use. And if you have ear faves, please send them to us. Like I love the more we know, the better we do. We say this all the time. So please help us. If you have the most amazing cleaning hack or product, send it our way. We need to know. I feel like some people like to try like beauty products. I like to try cleaning products. (laughs) It was like I had a Bunko group years ago and like I was in charge of gifts during the springtime. And I was like, dude, spring cleaning and like just bring cleaning products like how fun would that be and I'm like maybe no one else likes <laughs> as much as I do meanwhile I'd be stoked to get that one so, so yes I'm excited to share and I'm excited to hear other people's too so do you want to go first yeah. with your first little tip one of my favorite tips ever 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 that's changed the way my family functions is having a basket on the stairs They make stair-shaped baskets, if you didn't know. And oh my gosh, it's the best because it looks kind of cute. It's not hideous. It fits perfectly on your stairs. And then if you're picking up downstairs and you need stuff to go upstairs, I throw it in the basket and then I'll give that job to one of my kids. Take the basket upstairs with you and disperse what's in it into the rooms that it goes in. And that little tip has really, really, really helped. We're not going up and down the stairs a million times or throwing things up and down a million times. We're just putting things in a little basket. It's hidden. No one can see it unless it piles up, of course, which it always does. Um, But anyways, that's my first tip. Get you a stair basket. 
Okay, that goes into my first tip. And we don't, we didn't share any of these beforehand. No, so yeah. You know, if we share something twice, then it must really work for both of us. <laughs> so one of my tips is baskets just everywhere. Like I use mm. baskets for so many things because kind of for the same reason, it like hides your crap. So like mm-hmm. it can be a holding place for you to get to later, or it's just to hide it forever. So like I have baskets for shoes in multiple spots in my house. So instead of just piles of shoes hanging around my house, I have cute baskets and Mm -hmm. that's all you see. I have baskets for mail and paper and school paper and stuff like that. So instead of just a pile of trashy paper you see on my countertops, you see a cute basket. For my kids' rooms, they have all sorts of little whatever it is oh, like I don't I yeah. couldn't even tell you with the collections of stuff that they have put it in a cute basket and you don't see it and now all of a sudden their dresser is cute instead of a million tiny little things so we use baskets literally everywhere and it makes your little collections of crap cute <laughs> cute and hidden no yeah. one can see I love that my next one and none of these are really that groundbreaking you guys yeah. so Bear with us. Okay, yeah. Involve your kids. I feel like as my kids have gotten older, it's taken like almost rewiring my brain when I'm in the middle of a task. Mm, My kid can do this. Like they can totally. What are you doing? Get yourself some help. Your kid can do this. Well, because I think for so long, we were the only one that could do it. Like totally. So you just get in the mode of you're the only one that does it. And so, yeah, it is like a rewiring to be like, I'm doing this, but my kid is fully capable of doing this. So get him in here. Yeah. Well, and it's hard too, because I I do get it with certain tasks that you're doing. You do it faster and you probably do it better Mm -hmm. than your kids. But what better way to teach them how to be adults than to let them learn on their own? And they have to. I know I've mentioned this book several times, but that's one of the biggest takeaways in how to raise an adult is in our generation, we have gotten so away from letting our kids learn by doing. And so they go Mm -hmm. out into the world and I mean, basics, not even with cleaning, like how to do your laundry or how to wipe a counter, just basics. But it's like, how to talk to a teacher during a conflict because as parents, yes. as our generation, we have gotten so much in the habit of stepping in and doing things for them and not giving them the opportunity to learn. So it's the same with cleaning. Like if you yeah. want them to grow up to be people that know how to clean up after themselves and run a household, boys and girls, because boys need to be aware of how to run a household too, you need to involve mm-hmm. them and give them the opportunity to learn. Yes. And one of the best tips that I heard was like, let's say you're having your kid make their bed and they make it. And depending on the type of person you are, I definitely struggle with this. It's not done to my standard. Mm -hmm. And so I want to go in and I want to fix it, but they're not going to learn if you just constantly go back after them and fix it. And also I think sometimes, and depending on the age, I definitely have I'm at a really unique spot right now where I have one that's a really great helper, like will not complain, will do whatever I ask them to do. I have one that takes a thousand years to do a task. So that's really hard for me because I'm like, hurry up, hurry up. I could yeah. just do it and it would be done so quick. Yeah. I have one that won't do anything at all. <laughs> and then I have one. <laughs> yeah. And then I have one who thinks chores is playtime. Like she loves it. Loves it. She's two. So uh, that was part of my tip was 
If they're too little to do jobs on their own, bring them along with you. Kids Mm -hmm. love being a part of your day-to-day tasks. So instead of setting Fallon down in front of the TV, hey, come help mommy switch the laundry over. And Mm -hmm. it's a game to her. I take all the clothes out of the wash, throw them on the ground, and she takes them and she throws them into the dryer for me. And she thinks it's so fun. She knows how to unload the silverware basket and put the silverware away. She's two. But because she thinks it's a game. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think... Really, even for us as moms, like we can make the tasks so much more fun. And granted, does this happen every day? No, like we have things to do. We have things to get to. Do I have the time to sit there and make a game out of unloading the silverware? Absolutely not. Yeah. But sometimes in the mundane of like our day-to-day and it can feel like Groundhog's Day for moms, involving your little ones can make it so fun and like it's like that bring tip just of the to like back. romanticize your life like I feel yes. like seeing your very like not something you'd be like I'm so excited to do the dishes for but like yeah. you can see the excitement in your kids eyes and I feel like that one of the best things about kids is constantly seeing the world through their eyes and like being reminded of the magic and being reminded of how cool things are again because it is so cool to them and so they can just remind you that like this is fun and you can romanticize it and it can be like such a fun bonding experience with them. Well, and also a really great opportunity to give them praise. I -hmm. mean, even if one of my kids were to do something and again, it's not to our standard because guess what? Like they're children, they have little hands and little minds. And so they're just learning But to like give them praise. You did such a good job making your bed. I'm so proud of you. Look how great it looks. Yeah. Yeah. All of that. Just to give them that confidence in themselves is huge. So love that tip. Involve your kids. Super passionate about that. That kind of goes into my next one as well. So I'll share that one. So with my kids, they freaking love doing real transitions for cleaning. Like if I you got me hooked on this, they freaking love it. So I don't yeah. even know how, if I can explain what I mean, but like if I show the dirty room and then like a snap and it goes to the clean room, love that crap. They love the jumping <laughs> to a clean room. Love that crap. They love time lapses like that. Yes. If I'm willing to like do something like that with them, they clean so much better than they ever do. I don't understand why, but it's 2023 parenting for you. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Love it. So try that next time. Show the kids the time lapses or even, I don't know, I have a few on my page that you can show them to be like, let's do this on our own. Like, let's do our own. Mm-hmm. They love it. Um, So that helps and helps get them motivated to clean up too. And they like watching it again. They still watch ones that they cleaned like six yes. months ago. Oh, my kids crack up. They think we started doing the time lapses because I told them that you do that with your kids. And we were really kind of struggling with chore time over here. So I was like, what can I do to like spice this up, make them excited? We started the time lapses and then I'll cast my phone on the TV and watch it Uh, when everyone's done. And they die. They crack up over it. I don't get it, but it's so funny. It is. Milan really likes the snapping ones. So like if it's dirty and then she'll snap and it will be a clean room. She thinks it's magic, like straight magic. So, that is like, so you, cute. You realize you That's cleaned it, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like don't. the same process for you, but editing magic. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, and then I guess my other one going off of the kids is I feel like we've found our groove with our chore chart lately. So I've, I mean, 
my oldest is eight. So I'm we've gone through her fair share of chore charts. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we've finally figured out like what works for us and our family. So we have a chore chart just in our laundry room. And we've been doing it since January. So it's been five months now. And it's been pretty sustainable. I switch it every Sunday. Each person gets like four or five chores for the week. Um, I'm trying to think of like what is on their, their chores. Every person has to um, put away their laundry. And Phoebe and Della share laundry, so they each put away one basket of laundry. Um, and we've kind of trialed and errored with that one. So, like, when I first started it, it was one person sorts their laundry, one person puts it away. And then that was kind of a fight. Mm-hmm. So then we did one person puts away what's in the dresser, the other person puts away what's in the closet. And that was kind of not good either. So I literally just do one basket and one basket. I count how many items are in each basket. So it's so fair. <laughs> you have to do a little bit of everything. And that's worked the best for them. And then Della obviously does her own laundry. Um, so they're like responsible for bringing down their dirty clothes, putting it in the washer, starting it. And then I'll switch it to the dryer and then I give it back to them in their room and they sort it and put it away. Um, so that's on their weekly one. And then stuff like unload. So someone unloads the whole week. Someone is responsible for cleaning up dinner. Someone is responsible for the family room. Someone is responsible for our mud room. Just stuff like that. The toilets, mm-hmm. mirrors being cleaned in the bathroom, stuff like that. So we just rotate once a week. And then we have used an app called Greenlight. I know a lot of people have passionate opinions on allowances for their kids. We have done Mm -hmm. it this year and I actually really have loved it. So we use the app Greenlight and it gives each kid a debit card. They don't hold their debit card at all. Like I keep that, but it's an app that it automatically sends them allowance each week based on if they did their chores. I can tell it like if they did their chores or not. And you can either set it up like it's a percentage of their allowance like if they only did some of their chores you can do it if all or nothing like stuff like that and then I can automatically make it send a percentage of their allowance to savings and then to donation so like it says like this per this kid has for instance like $30 saved up 17 is in savings 15 is in um that math does not add up <laughs> ignore that <laughs> However much is like for donation. Oh gosh. Uh, Math is not my strong awesome. suit. So <laughs> I didn't catch uh, it until you said it. So it's not my <laughs> 15 plus 17 is not equal 30. I know that. So Michael would die if you heard that. Um, awesome. Anyways, but I like that it's all on my phone because like if we're out and about and like if say like for instance we're eating at a restaurant and like one of the kids wants lemonade instead of water I'm like okay like if you want to pay for that like you can you can use that out of your money and then I can do it right there on my phone I don't have to like okay remember when I get home to take it away from you or anything like that like if they earn money I do it right on my phone I just add 50 cents here and there for Phoebe doing the lawn or the dishwasher this morning you know like just right there it's so easy and they have earned up and got really cool things and I think it's taught them like what saving up means money management yeah money management it teaches all about it the the app is really cool so that has been a really and like you said sometimes it's easier for me to do the chores it truly is like yeah it just is but I know the benefit in making sure that they know how and that they realize that they're participants of this household too I had a few comments said to me like towards the beginning of the year that it was my job why do they have to do it? And so that just proved to me like they're doing it more. So they obviously need a lesson of like, it is not my job. It's our job as a no. family. So, Oh my gosh. There. I thought you meant like commenters on Instagram. You oh, mean your no, kids? No, no, no. My kids told me it was my job. 
oh my gosh, I thought you meant like other moms. I'm like, no. What? <laughs> okay. If you're thinking that, no, no. My kids were like so pissed that I was like really cracking down on chores this year. Cause last oh, year yeah. our life just was chaos last year. I yeah. did nothing with chores. And so I, when we got settled back in this house, I was like, they they're were like, really what's this? Crack. They were mad. They were really mad. They were like, what the F is this? Like, I don't want this. this is, <laughs> yeah. They said stuff like, this is your job. Like, why can't you do it? So they're doing more. So they'll learn. <laughs> so it just, it's good for them to know that like, and they'll make comments it's every now and then like, like, Oh, well that's not mine. Like I don't need to pick it up. And I'm like, okay, well how often do you see mommy pick up something that's not mine? Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. Constantly. Like it's just, I say it to my kids all the time. If we played by the rule that we don't pick it up unless it's ours, this house would be trash because 99% of the stuff I pick up is not mine. Yeah. Are you guys (laughs) sure you want to play that rule? Like you'll clean everything. Yeah. That'd be better for my life actually. Like for me personally, that's so funny. I mean, it is so interesting because I mean, when you're a kid, you really do have that mindset of like, mom doesn't clean and we do everything. We're just the slaves of the house. Like it's just (laughs) such a normal thought process. Yeah. But then as the adult, like, and you're the mom, you know how much of your life you're cleaning. You literally do everything. And you know what? I will say like having older kids rocks because having help really does change my life. And Mm -hmm. it really does make things so much better. Even something as simple as, you know, changing Fallon's diaper. Like, yes. Having help with whatever the task is, is so incredible when you can finally get to that point. So, but you still are doing so much. So I love that. I want to do that with my kids. Do you feel like they grasp it because it's not physical cash? Uh, Yes, because they can see it on my phone. So like, they'll be like, oh, how much money do I have? And I think because I don't use cash. Like yeah. that really confused them before. Like, why do they have cash? But mommy never has cash. Like my money is exactly. all on my card. So I tell them yeah. like, it's on your card. And like, they'll do like lemonade stands and stuff where they earn cash or like the tooth fairy or stuff like that. And they give me the cash and then I'm like, okay, now it's on your card. And I show them on the app mm-hmm. and like, they understand that like that's on theirs. And it's nice. Cause it like counts it for me and keeps track of everything. So I don't have that's to be like, so nice. what money, like, what have you earned, you know? So yeah, it's really nice. I know we pay our kids for certain things, but we don't carry cash. I mean, yeah. E- the only time I ever go pull out cash is like to pay a babysitter. And yes. I feel like even then a lot of babysitters have Venmo at Venmo. that point. So yeah. I hate cash. And a lot of times we have like in our notes app, like, okay, we owe Parley this much. Yes. We got it. We got to run to the ATM. And like, it's like it adds up over time because we're not going places to pull yeah. out cash. And I'd rather it be immediate and be yeah. like, look, this mommy is just it. transfer this. You have yeah. this now. That's cool. Well, and it just got so messy for a while because like Milan would be like, oh, remember I earned that $2? And I'm like, oh, I thought I already gave that to you. But like maybe I didn't. <laughs> and like she's like manipulating me to get more money. Yep. So. I was going to say, I have a kid that would do that. <laughs> so it's just No, like mom, you forgot because you say yeah, you like, forget all the time. Never- give that to me. And I'm like, no, I did. So it just so clean. And it's just like right there on your phone that you're always on. Like it's been really, really I love nice. that. I so. love that. That's a good one. All right. Well, I feel like that's the best one ever. I don't want to share no. anymore. <laughs> okay. This one is so silly, but wow. I am passionate about it. I get that there's uh, people are really into like clean, natural stuff in their house. I would love to be that person someday. I'm not right now. So with that being (laughs) said, choosing a scent that you love to clean with Mm. 
makes cleaning more fun. That I you're swear. so excited to use it. Yeah. Yes. I could see that. And I'm going to open my little deep, dark secret. I love pine salt. I know it's so toxic and I don't care. <sighs> I actually should look it up and see like how bad it I really know. is. I'm curious. Like I'm really, really how bad is it? Yeah. But I love the smell of pine salt. I just think it's so fresh. It just makes me happy. And that's my multi-purpose cleaner. I Mm -hmm. dilute it with water. I use it on everything and I enjoy cleaning. I love putting a little bit in my vacuum mop and vacuuming my floors at night and my house smells fresh, wiping down surfaces. It's just the best smell ever. So finding a smell that you love. I know Target came out with a scent years ago and it was, it's like a citrus scent and it smelled very comparable to the anthropology or like the volcano candle smell. And I bought that years ago and cleaned with that because I love anything citrus. I love, um, if you're not wanting to go that route, I have heard, and you're wanting like cleaner cleaning products. I've heard the best things about force of nature. Have you heard about them? Yeah. It's like, you basically, I don't even know what the scientific word is, but like it creates mm-hmm. out of water, like cleaning yeah. product. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. And I follow someone that uses it and I can also see loving that and yeah. enjoying that. And I can That'd see be how cool. that would be really cool. Yeah. It could be like cool to see it, like yeah. make a cleaner house. So just finding, yeah. Like just finding, finding something, something you're excited about you're excited about. And that just helps again, like kind of romanticizing the fact that you have to wipe your counters every single day, like boring, annoying. Like how many times are we wiping peanut butter and sticky fingerprints off of stuff a million times a day? What can you do to make it enjoyable, make it a little bit funner? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's kind of going into my next one. I feel like I've said that after every single one, but (laughs) my freaking vacuum mop, I know we've touched on it, but it is amazing and I love using it and I love cleaning with it. So like I'm cleaning way more because I love it. So yeah, just like finding things that you genuinely like love and it's so satisfying to use. You're going to find yourself like wanting to do it more. Love my vacuum. Oh yeah. My mom got one. Does she love it? She loves it. It's so funny because she called me and like wanted me to help her set it up. And she said, so I just swept the floors and now I'm going to use it. I'm like, no, mom, you don't have to sweep. That's the best part. But you don't have to work. sleep beforehand. It was cute. But I just bought the cordless vacuum from that brand. It gets here Friday. Oh. So I'm really excited to test it out. It's so pretty. Oh. Um, I just, I haven't been super in love with my Dyson lately. I feel like it's been giving me a lot of problems. I'm one of and the really rare people that I hate my Dyson. Dyson. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it did not like me. I've loved it. We've had ours for a few years now and it's been great, but it goes through a lot um, since we've had our bunnies and mm. I do vacuum up hay and it doesn't like yeah. that. So um, I've been wanting to upgrade it. The, my biggest complaint about my Dyson is there is, okay, I love cleaning my cleaning products. That's another part <laughs> of cleaning that I love to do. So the vacuum mop, like Part of my enjoyment, not only for vacuum mopping every day, is I love cleaning it out. It's so mm-hmm. therapeutic to me. My Dyson, I love cleaning it out, but there is a specific part. You can't detach something that's mm. inside. And so that like clear, like almost window where you can see things coming in and being sucked it's up. It's always dirty. Ugh, and you can't fit anything in there to clean it out. And it's so frustrating. And it makes me want a whole new vacuum, which is crazy. Um. <laughs> 
Ideally, I would love like the newest version of the Dyson stick, but yeah. we're not going to spend that money. We don't need to. So the Dream Tech vacuum stick is a lot cheaper. It was actually $100 off this oh, last dang. week. So nice. that's why I snagged it and we'll see how it goes. But yeah, finding yeah, keep us updated. Like, something that you love to clean yeah. with, big deal. Game changer. My vacuum that yeah. I use downstairs on my hardwood is rose gold and something about it being rose gold and cute makes I know a bit more like it's I so know dumb, it's just pretty <laughs> no, yeah it's so I true love it. so dumb finding what you like okay this is another one that I feel like people are either like absolutely never or it might be game changing I do not hold any of our clothes mm-hmm. and I haven't for years I stopped when Milan was a baby because her favorite activity was pulling all of her clothes out of her dresser constantly and I was refolding them like literally every single day and then over the years it just like has evolved with like why like why am I folding them for my kids to dig through their dressers and mess up the folding anyways and they just wear them so fast and like it's takes so much more time I literally do not fold anything so I Maybe I'll post a video of like me doing laundry because this kind of moves into my next one. I literally just dump all of my loads onto my bed, turn on some trash TV typically Mm -hmm. or a podcast or a book or something. And then I have six baskets that I lay out in front of my my bed. That's how I do it. I just throw it in the basket. This is Theron's. This is Della's. And then like I take that basket to wherever it goes and that person puts it away. And it's like really not that big of a deal. I don't have to sit there for hours and fold. I I have a basket for socks going back to the baskets. I don't match up my socks. Like I just have a general big basket that all socks go in. Okay. Matching socks. That's a task that my kids do when they get in trouble. (laughs) Uh I remember doing that as a kid, like vividly doing that as a kid. So like, I think I have trauma from doing that so much as a kid that I'm like, I am never matching up socks again. Like I I know if they, if my kids tell me they're bored or they got in trouble, go match socks. Oh, I got you. You're not going to be bored around me. I got plenty of things for you to do. I literally buy. Do you not fold yours and Michael's clothing too? So I, I was going to say, hang a lot of our clothes. Like my clothes are all yeah. primarily hung. The only things I fold are my jeans because they fit better in my drawer. I don't fold any of my mm. things that are in my drawers that like I person would fold is like my undershirts, my bras, my underwears, my pajamas, like my yeah. like stuff. You don't fold that. Like it's fine. Um, yeah. So I, I fold my jeans and that's it. And then I hang up my shirts and I hang up my yeah. dresses and my kids their shirts are hung up too, besides Theron's. Um, Theron's are mm-hmm. all in a drawer. But they haven't always been hung. Like at our last house, Milan's were only in a dresser. And I still just, I don't fold anything. Don't fold it. Like, well, what about the wrinkles? I'm like, one, I don't buy things that are wrinkly. Like Wrinkle. I have four kids. I'm not ironing their clothes. So yeah, nothing really gets crazy wrinkly. It's not like they look homeless. Like weird. No, your kids don't ever look wrinkled. Oh. I was going to say, well, you told me this years ago and I adapted this, but I do, I fold mine and Cameron's. I only folded Fallon's just because for the most part, I tell someone go run up and grab a pair of pajamas for Fallon. So I roll hers as a set. Anything oh, okay. that is a set, I roll it and I have like, so it's together organizers. So it's just like all together and they just have to grab one thing. And then yeah, all my kids' shirts are hung. So like pajamas, throw them in a drawer. Yeah. You don't need to fold pajamas. And then all of their pants, just throw them in a drawer. Throw them in a drawer. Jeans don't get wrinkled yeah, for the most part. Yeah, they don't so. need to be folded. Yeah. And But that is game changer, especially when you do have kids that are putting away their own laundry. Yes. There was a while there where Paxton was so passionate about 
rolling everything. (laughs) I have videos of him. He's like four years old and he's rolling his laundry. It's so cute. But yeah, now my three older kids, they just put them, I tell them, put them in their drawers and then put your shirts on hangers and you're done. Yeah. It's so easy. And if Milan had her own room, I could see her folding. She like, she enjoys to fold whenever we are packing for a trip. She wants to fold everybody's clothes Mm. for a suitcase. So if she had her own room, I could see her folding, but yeah, it's just like, it saves you so much time. And like, especially if you are trying to create a habit of your kids helping, it just takes so much of the skill level down. Like my kids have been doing this, their own laundry since they were like three and four because they can like it's just they're organized I don't want people to think I'm just like putting it all in chaos like they have a drawer for all your pajama shirts they have a drawer for pajama pants they have a drawer for dresses they have a drawer for rompers so like it's organized but like yeah it doesn't need to be folded like it really doesn't no you're wasting so much much things I know we could be doing so much better with our time. So I love that. That's a great tip. Okay. My next one, I'm going to combine two because I think that they both go hand in hand. And I really, really do agree with this. Keeping things organized and I don't want to say decorated because I, I do understand that not everybody loves to decorate or even feels like they know how to decorate their home. But if you have your home looking the way that you want, or that feels comforting to you. That's your style and like your vibe. It's so much more enjoyable to clean your home. Yes. When you have organizers and things that help set up your life to run smoother and easier, you're going to enjoy the awful mundane Mm -hmm. tasks of keeping your house tidy every single day. So that's been my favorite thing about owning a home again. It's been a really long time since we owned a home. And I, and even when I, we were renting, I feel like I did everything that I could to make it my own and to make it as organized as I could, but it really has been fun owning again and being able to really truly transform spaces. But I promise you, if you're renting, like you can still make it your own and you can still make it special for you. And there's just something about it. Like at the end of the day, like I love putting my house to bed. I love turning on mood lighting and things smelling fresh. And I just feel like I enjoy it so much more Well, it's when I like- feel like it's mine. Yeah. I know we've said this a few times this episode, but just romanticizing the things that you have to do. Yeah. You have to clean. You have to have your house put together. Like why not make it as fun as possible with cute organizers, like candles or any way that gets you feeling good about your space when you look at it. And it's like, oh, like I'm happy to be here. The best. And I, we were both pretty passionate about creating spaces you love to be. And your home is just so important to be somewhere that you love to be, whether or not you feel like you love decorating or not, like just doing whatever you need to do to create a space that you feel your best self in is so important. And I think it's important to do no matter how temporary your space is. We've both been in what we thought or have been true temporary spaces. And we can both really tell the effects that it has when we treat it as such. It's so true because when we lived in Cleveland, I thought that was going to be so temporary and it ended up being four years. Yeah. And it really wasn't until that last year, it was months before we found out we were moving. I painted my girl's room. That you were like, okay, we am doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Or that was the year of COVID. My daughter started kindergarten in August and we moved in November and we like transformed a space to be a Mm. little kindergarten homeschool space for her. I remember that. That was the first time we really like did 
stuff to make it ours and like was my taste and my style because I really thought it was going to be so temporary and how happy that last year was because I did things. I even, sometimes it can be hard too, right? Because you want to buy rugs or furniture and you're like, well, it fits in this house, but like, what about my next one? Don't think that way. You can sell it. Yes. You can sell any of your items. I promise you there are people out there that want them. Yeah. Um, but also another thing that I've been seeing a lot lately on TikTok is if you do own a home, a lot of people feel held back by doing certain house projects or painting a wall, whatever color they want to paint, because they're like, oh, well, like, is it going to sell well for resale. when it's time for resale value? Like, is it going to, you know, are people going to love this? Mm-hmm. Really, if you have that mentality, you're basically just renting from the next owner. Oh, 100%. Don't live like that. Yeah. Don't live like that. Like, it's just so sad to feel like you're stuck in an environment that it doesn't feel true to who you yeah. are. And then I have to keep that environment clean and tidy every single day. It's not fun. Yeah, no. Well, and think so, about like when you're looking for houses, do like, I feel like the ones that are unique are the ones that like stick out way more than yes. just a very basic cookie cutter safe house. The ones that have unique features and it looks like someone really loved and like put a lot of thought and effort into their house, like that actually sells better. So that's I was going to say too, I, we just did our laundry room project and look, I live in like the Southwest desert. Okay. My exterior of my home is not my style. It is not my taste, but that's just what I have to deal with, with where I live. The inside of my home does not match where I live. Mm. And you don't have to have your space match that because, yeah, you're worried about, oh, like, you know, when we want to list this, are people going to like it? And I feel like if you can make the inside of your home exactly the way you want it, like I said, we just did this laundry room project. It does not match a typical home. And like, that's okay. Cause guess what? Maybe someone's going to look at my listing photos someday when we decide to sell. Maybe my laundry room is going to be the selling point for that. I mean, that's crazy to really like think about that, but you just never know what people are looking for. And like maybe things and projects they want to do, but like don't have the time or really just don't know how, don't want to. And they're like, Oh, that has that like wall Mm -hmm. molding that I really want. Like I'm looking for that. Um, so anyways, just make your space your own. If you're a lover of indoor plants, put them everywhere, like fill your house with indoor plants. If you really love decorating shelves or hanging photos and you're renting, you can find a way to do it. There are so many options out there right now that make things so renter friendly. I'm going to put a little plug in for something that we're both passionate about, which is Luma wallpaper because it is the best best way to upgrade your space if you're in a temporary environment. I always tell people that's literally the only decoration you need in a room. Like that's it. Oh my. I was just talking to one of our friends today and she just put up a wallpaper in a room where she had a different print in that room. And she was telling me, Brinkley, I feel like it made my ceilings look taller where Mm -hmm. my ceilings aren't very tall. And I said, yes, because in my living room, we only have eight foot ceilings. And I put a wallpaper that had vertical stripes lengthens the room. It transformed the space. It felt taller. We just did the laundry room where we did just wallpaper on the upper half, which if you're looking to wallpaper and you need a more budget-friendly way, just do half the wall. Yeah. Do something with like woodwork down below and do your wallpaper above. My laundry room feels bigger. It feels more Mm -hmm. airy and it's not a big laundry room. And so 
it's another great little tip to making it your own and it won't damage your walls and it won't peel your paint. And it's so renter friendly. And so I promise you there are ways. And I mean, we could really do a whole podcast yeah. episode just on this topic. Yeah. So I promise Clearly I'll wrap it up. About it. <laughs> yeah. I promise I'll wrap it up here, but I just know like, if you're like, oh, dishes is your thing and you hate doing dishes, kitchen faucets are really inexpensive. Yeah. 80 bucks. Scrub dish. Get a cute yes. soap holder. Like anything to anything. make that. Put your favorite candle by the sink. Like mm-hmm. anything to make it romanticize your mundane, really. Yeah. Just I make it, it your own and make it your personality. It'll be so much better. Love it. Man, we on and on. on I know. <laughs> I know. Maybe we do need a whole episode on that one. We really could. Okay. My last one is also going off my kids. I realized in this episode how much I rely on my kids to help clean that. (laughs) But I think it's good for them. So um, I recently just told you about this and I kind of stole it from their school. Um, Their school does a thing called the desk fairy where it randomly comes by and checks your desk. And if your desk is tidy and neat, it leaves you like a little like little, little surprise, like some sort of surprise. And it's like, thanks for keeping your desk clean. You never know when the desk fairy is coming and it's just motivation to keep your desk clean all the time. Anyways, I kind of stole that idea and I've been doing that for my kids' rooms of if you never know when the room fairy is coming and if I come and your room's clean, I leave a little, little surprise and say, hey, thanks for cleaning your room. Um, But then I've also like left a little note like, hey, I came and it was dirty, like, try better next time. Like I'll, I'll stop by another time. And that has really, really helped my kids. Their rooms are just, (laughs) I don't know what they do so quickly. I know. I do. I don't understand. I actually, this is kind of off topic, but I remember when I had toddlers, only toddlers, I was talking to one of my friends that had older kids, like teenagers and preteens. And she was, she basically all in all said like, you're in the easy stage of keeping your house clean. And I remember thinking I like, it. are you psycho? Like I have three <laughs> yeah. toddlers. I have three kids under three. Like my house is the dirtiest it's ever going to be. And I'm thinking like, no, when my kids are older, like one, they're going to help, which I do feel like they help, but like, no, like it's not going to be that way. My kids are the dirtiest when they're toddlers. I'm very humbled because I think <laughs> she was right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I don't know how they do it so fast. They just, and I, we're not even there. But to, I feel like we're at the stage where it's like, where do you even find this? Where stuff? did all this it's crap come from? It's just a collection from? of like rocks and yeah. ripped up paper and balloons with marker all over them. Like yeah. it's just all this crap that's like, like not I even, even actual buy. toys. Like, no, I no. feel like I throw away things like constantly, and there's still yep. just like so much stuff coming out of it's every shocking. nook and cranny of your room. So yep. yeah, I, I was humbled. So I'm I'm barely. Yeah. Well, I forgot you that. told me yeah. about the desk fairy, but thank you for the reminder because I am going to talk to my kids about it tomorrow. And perfect summer thing. Perfect summer thing. And I think maybe what I'll do, I think I'll just go to like Dollar Tree. That's what I did. And like, is that what you did? Yeah, Dollar Tree. What did you, did you get? Like just little toys and stuff? Yeah. So I got or- Phoebe, like, you know, those like little tiny fairy Oh, yeah. From like your fairy gardens. I got her a fairy thing from the Dollar Tree. I got Della some flip flops from the Dollar Tree. And I got Milan the color by number coloring book from the Dollar Tree. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Like just so simple, so small. And makes them so happy. Yeah. They were so pumped. 
So, oh my gosh, I should do that for Fallon. She's in a shoe stage. She's obsessed. If she sees shoes on the floor, she's putting them on. Dude, that's Theron. He walks around with our shoes all day, every day. It must be their whole stage. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, her, she loves Henley's shoes. Henley's are the cutest to her. Henley has sparkles and flowers, like, of course. And Fallon's just obsessed. And Cameron doesn't mind if she wears them out of the house. Meanwhile, me, I'm like, no. They're way too big. And then she, she was wearing them and running in Home Depot and totally biffed Aww. it because they're too big. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't care. She just wants to wear Henley shoes. Yeah. So get her some That's cute. Smart. Little... I didn't even know they had flip-flops there. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I gotta do that. I feel like the random surprise and like the kids talking to each other, like almost like yeah. motivates them. Like, yeah, oh, I wonder when the fairy's coming yes. next. Like, yes. Cute. Okay. My last one. And then we'll get into talking about our favorite cleaning items. And this is just so simple and obviously like a no brainer, but I really am a believer in just getting in the habit of doing things as you go. So if you're in the bathroom and you're getting ready, just wipe the sink down when you're done. If you're, if you microwave something and like it spilled or it exploded, just wipe it right then and there. It's so much easier when it's kind of still a little hot or warm, um, before it like solidifies and gets really stuck and crusted in there. It just helps make your bigger cleaning days. We all have it, right? Like if you set aside a day that is your big deep clean day, or if it just is random dependent on the state of your house, I've done it all different types of ways. It just helps those big deep clean days so much better on yourself Mm -hmm. because your to-do list is just so much shorter. Instead of me saying, oh, I got to go scrub out the microwave. Yeah. It's not on my list because I know every time we use it. Yeah. Like exactly. Or just just a a quick quick wipe wipe through, not through like, I got to get my elbow grease out and really scrub it. Just do it right when you do it. And I know you don't want to, but like things just pile up. It's the same with kids' rooms. It's like, if you just do a quick pickup at the end of every day before you go to bed. Then it's not massive then you're not sitting here for two hours complaining yeah. because you feel so overwhelmed that it's so much for you to take care of. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just cleaning as you go and little easy tasks are quicker and easier than big, like letting it big. pile up. I end each day with a cleaned out sink, fresh liners in the trash cans. So like the trashes mm. get put like sent out after dinner and then we wake up to new trash bags every single day. Oh, I like um that. and also the dishwasher running. Like this was something that Cam and I really had to figure out because for him, he will not run the dishwasher unless it is packed full. Like mm-hmm. it is a full 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 load. And I'm like, "No, I want to wake up to clean dishes every day. I don't care how small, which we have a big family. Like the dishwasher always has really a significant small. amount. Yeah. It's enough to run a load. But yeah, I I am a firm believer, like you run the dishwasher after dinner, after everything's loaded in, even if it's not a full load, I run it. Yeah. And that way it's ran through the night and we wake up to clean dishes. And then one of the kids jobs is to empty it in the morning. And then Mm -hmm. that means all day long, I have an empty dishwasher, completely empty that I can fill up throughout the day. And I just feel like those like really small tasks, just fixing the pillows on the couch, vacuuming, like just little things that take, you know, a few moments just really helps set me up each day to keep it tidy. Mm -hmm. Let's get into our favorite cleaning things. I am so excited. So why don't you just go down your list and share your top things that you love? (laughs) Okay. Well, I was dying at your pine salt comment because I am one of the weirdos that is super conscious of the cleaning ingredients I bring into my home. So, you know, just opposites attract and wherever you're at in the spectrum, (laughs) we don't care. We don't care. But all of mine I'm dying are like, this has really good ingredients. 
Of course. Of course. Uh, okay. Best. So my first, and this is, this could be for clean ingredients or not, but I love getting concentrates on Amazon. Like I love getting like massive bottles of cleaner and then making my own cleaner in a cute spray bottle, going back to like making it cute. So I have a cute glass spray bottle that I buy a concentrate on Amazon and then like just add it to water. And it's so much cheaper. Like you can get a whole gallon that will make like 17 cleaners for 20 bucks versus paying $10 a spray bottle. So it's so yeah. much cheaper. And my favorite is BioClean. It's B-I-O-K-L-E-E-N. Um, yeah, that's my Why? favorite. Why did they do that to themselves? I know. They just had to <laughs> – you have to spell that every time. Just call it BioClean spelled normally. <laughs> <laughs> but they have like any cleaning necessity you need. But my favorite is they're just like multi-purpose concentrate. And I put it in my spray bottle and I clean like all my counters and everything with it. So um, – and then – my next one is also a concentrate, but this is this called Truly Clean. They come in a subscription monthly and you can like oh, design cool. your own box. So like if you use more of a certain cleaner than somebody else, like you can customize it to yourself. So like each month I get laundry and it's just it's laundry, it's powder, but I mix it in water and like then it's my laundry detergent. And then I get fabric softener and they smell really good. So kind of going off of like most of the clean stuff don't have a whole lot of fragrance. They do really smell good. And they have like a room freshener that mm. smells good, a stain remover that smells good. And I really like them because we're on well water, um, which stinks. Did you smell it when you lived it or when you came here? Okay, that's good. Not at all. I don't know if I just like outside smells or like your tap water smells. All of our water in our whole house smells. So like in our shower and like our yeah. So like our washer water. I mean, I took a smells. full fledged bath and I didn't smell. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Did you notice the bath was like kind of like dirty water? Like it kind of looked dirtier. It's just because it's well no. water. We have a filter oh, on everything that helps. And like I was. I noticed it big time when we first moved in, but now I don't notice it anymore. And I don't know if it still stinks or I'm just used to it. So no, but I do notice it in my wash. So like I have to Mm. use like good scent stuff to counteract the well water smell. And so most of the, like the clean ingredient stuff doesn't have any sort of smell, but this truly free or truly clean. I think that's what it's called. Maybe it's truly free now that I'm saying both. I'll look up when we post mm-hmm. this episode. Yeah. Um, but it all smells really good and really works. And it's yeah, it's like a subscription. So I never run out of anything. Like it just comes however often you want. You can do it once a month, every six weeks, every eight weeks, and you can customize it. I love their stain remover. Um, they have stone cleaner, like floor cleaner. They have any cleaner you could really want. So I really like just being able to set it up and not have to worry about it running out. So I'm a fan I of love. Okay. My next one is the scrub daddy, which is so basic. It's the best. No, it's the best. It's yeah. what is in it. Like that and like magic eraser. I'm like, honestly, like what is it that makes it so good? Like, yeah, so good. I don't know what it is. If you don't have the scrub daddy, get it. I love it to clean my showers. I love it. I even use it for dishes. Like it gets my pots and plant pans so clean. I use it to clean my mm-hmm. sink because I have a, it's like a white farmhouse sink that stains really easily and scratches really easily. That gets that spotless. So, and then one of my favorite like luxury cleaning items is Aunt Fanny. It's on Amazon. That's what it's called. Um, But I know Arm and Hammer also has it, but the carpet refresher that you like sprinkle in your carpet to make your house smell. Oh, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. do that every time, 
because it's obviously I vacuum multiple times a day. But if I like have guests coming over and I want my house to smell like extra good and fresh, I sprinkle that in my couch cushions, on my rugs, in my carpet, and then you let it sit for like 20 minutes. I don't – I leave it in my couch cushions and it just makes it smell good. But like if I vacuum mm-hmm. it out of my carpet, then it just smells so good and so fresh. And that's like one of my favorite like luxury cleaning things. Mm, I'm looking it up right now. I'm going to add it to my Amazon cart. Oh, <laughs> it sounds amazing. They have so many scents. Like it's so good. It's like a – I don't even know what's in it. It's just like a powder. Yeah, you sprinkle it in your rugs, let it sit, and then you vacuum it and your house smells so good. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. I mean, I wouldn't even classify it as luxury. I think it's very fair pricing for what you get. get it. I think it's just like I feel excessive doing it every time I vacuum because I vacuum a lot. Yeah, same. No, I really want that. Oh, they have lemon and they have lavender. I love the lemon, but I I like lemon cleaning stuff. It smells like super fresh and clean to me. So clean. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah, I'm going to buy that. Thank you. (laughs) Add to cart. Top, probably like more unique product that I love, love, love is my Bissell Steam Cleaner. I know Mm -hmm. I've shown this on Instagram before. I am obsessed with this. Hey, if you're a non-toxic lover, it's clean for you. Yeah. Because it's just steam. (laughs) So... It's the best. It like is small and handheld and it comes with like different attachments and nozzles depending on like what you're cleaning. But honestly, I'm not a fan of that. Like I know for my Dyson, I'm supposed to use different attachments for my hard floors versus my carpet. Oh, I'm not that type of girl. So I don't do that life, but I specifically love it for cleaning windowsills. And I was going to say that's like one of my least favorite chores. Oh, the worst. And granted, I still use like I still have a toothbrush that I use for the window. So I was like, there's still some scrubbing that needs to happen, but overall it does a really good job. And uh, there's like where our water dispenser is in our fridge that can get Mm. grimy and like gunked up. I just use that. I've used it on my stove top before. Oh my gosh. Um, So smart. Baseboards. Oh my gosh. Use it on your baseboards. It is the best because no one wants to be scrubbing baseboards. It's just so quick and fast. So Dang. I love that. I've even brought it and used it in the cup holders in my car or along oh, my dash. Oh my gosh, so smart. Yeah, I love that so much. And then just a few like small things that I cannot live without, Folex cleaner. Mm. If you have any stain on your carpet, on your couch, I love it. You can get it on Amazon, which is where I order mine. But if I run out and I need it like same day, you can go to Home Depot. I love oh, it because it's huge bottles. Good to know. Yeah, Home Depot sells it. I have seen the prices go up since inflation, but I feel like it's still very fair. You get a really massive bottle and I get the two pack on Amazon. Mm. So typically I order on there, but it is the best. My kids have had these play couches. We don't have them anymore, but they once got marker on them. Mm. Fallon's drawn crayon all over my like cream colored couch and Folex has gotten it out every single time. I know I have a million videos that I will post. (laughs) Along with that, I love the pink stuff. It's also something you can get on Amazon. I haven't tried the spray. Have you tried the spray? I have tried the spray. Yeah. Is it good? Different reasons. Like Yeah, than the paste. Yeah, just different applications. But I really like it. So I haven't tried the spray, but I love the tub of like the paste. It's like a really gritty, Mm -hmm. almost like toothpaste consistency. Just not as sticky. But I love it for like really scrubbing my my stovetop with a scrub daddy, scrubbing out my sink. Another random little product I love is my sink squeegee. I got it on Amazon. It's like a few bucks. And I have like a deep, I don't even know what you call my sink either. It's like a farmhouse, like yeah. one whole yeah. sink. 
anyways, I just pull the grate out of it. I get the, we have a grate that protects the bottom. I get that out of there. And whenever I'm like rinsing down food, I just use that squeegee to guide everything to the disposal. And it is so much quicker than just using the water to spray and spray until it gets down the hole. So last thing is my lemon scented disposal cleaning tablets. Mm, I love those too. The little balls. They are the best. The little balls, which Fallon literally thinks they're candy. So that's been very scary. It looks like lemon heads. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Um, So I have to be really careful with that. Um, But I have like a little acrylic drawer set again with like the organization just helps make life easier. And like in the drawers, I have my dishwasher tablets and I have these little pods. So you just run hot water and you throw the little like lemon scented ball in there and then you turn on your disposal and it is the best fresh smell ever. I love it. Thank you guys so much for listening today. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, we would love you forever if you would subscribe and leave us a rating and review. We do monthly giveaways from these as a thank you. Come hang out with us over on Instagram. Don't forget to look for ways to bloom. We'll see you next week. Bye.